You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, y'all? We're back. It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Justin and Nat. We were having some some fun in between uh, the session, in between the segments, not the session. Yo, I don't know. Not even like I took an edible or something tonight. So what is going on? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I, my mind is all over the place. Um... So yeah, I'm joking. I don't take edibles, but I hear that's like what happens to people. So relax, people, because I know y'all get crazy. Like, oh my god, what is she doing? Um, yeah, I've been experiencing a lot of people on Twitter lately, Justin. Like, just I don't know. I I don't know who they're talking to. <laughs> they're telling me what to tweet <laughs> from my account. <laughs> um, this one person expressed great disappointment with me for my um, tweets clowning LeBron over the ref stuff in the Lakers game. Um, I said something along the lines of, he wouldn't have made the free throws anyway, so who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's funny. I said that in real time when um, when I was watching it in real time with my brother. I was joking when I said it, but like it's kind of some truth in that joke, though. There is. Um, if everyone doesn't know, we're talking about the 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 – hysteria that came <laughs> of the Lakers game when they lost to the Celtics the other night. I mean, we had Braun damn near dancing and jumping around and catching the Holy Ghost <laughs> on the court. Yeah, that was crazy. And I mean, and still carrying it on the next day on Instagram, like tagging Jason Tatum <laughs> in, in right. stories. And then like, you know, in his post game talking about like, you know, just doesn't feel like this happens to anyone else. Which then prompted like immediate like calls apparently from the league to the Lakers. I mean, I just never. This is it was so reminiscent to me of 2016 finals. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was funny because we we had a conversation the other day on Brother from Another about who's the face of the league, and I I'm, I maintained the position that Steph and Braun are co faces, right? But that being said, Michael Smith proposed that well, what if Steph is the face of the league and Braun is the voice of the league? 
And I tell you what, I still think they're cold faces, but I think that was like a damn good point. And I, for real, I would not even fight that, that Braun is the voice of the league because, I mean, I also don't think that Steph would complain and be as petty as him, but like, come on. Like, and mm-hmm. then after that, you had like Anthony Davis at his locker. Then you got Dennis Schroeder on Instagram tagging the NBA. Like, I, I just, I, I, it was so melodramatic to me. Like at that yeah. point, I was just over it. Like I didn't even want to joke about it or talk about it. Um, just the victim complex. And I was just like, they really like this man says jump and they say how high. I mean, it was just yeah. ridiculous. And there's a debate going on on Twitter. So I'm curious to know what you think, Justin, because did you see the official ref apology? Yeah, I saw that bull- bullshit. But some people are saying like, they think they were sass, sassing them. Like it wasn't like real apology, like because of the words they use, like we will lose sleep over it and like all that. Cause we've, we honestly, we've never seen and them tweet like that. And I'm like, I mm-hmm. never considered that they could be trolling <laughs> them. Yeah. I don't think that they that would, but like more than one pe- person thought it and read it like that. Hmm. I don't know if they were trolling. That would be kind of wild if they did that. I don't know. <laughs> but we has it, have they ever tweeted some shit like that though? Like sorry, I've never seen call? it. That's so wild. That they, that's the whole situation is just like, come on, bro. It's a regular season game. They missed a call. It was terrible. Missed call. Y'all had a chance to win overtime and y'all didn't. That's somehow going on. Un- it was that terrible of a missed call. Like when people say this one's pretty bad. I'm like, well, what makes it so pretty bad? Because I've seen ones that are really bad. This is like part of the way that I measure if something is really bad. And this is just my standard. So you tell me because you played. But like, and this is for refereeing in any sport, to be honest. Shit happens so fast in real time. It happens so fast in real time. So like when that last play happened and I was watching the game, I didn't see the foul. I didn't see the foul until it was slowed down and replayed and I could see Tatum's arm. But when I say something is like egregious and like really bad, it's when like, it's just blatantly apparent and you didn't call it, right? Like without having to like slow down and microanalyze the video. Um, And I get it, it's not ideal, but like they're human. So they're gonna continue to miss things because they're gonna continue to miss things. And the issue is to me is not them missing things as much as it is like that there's no recourse to correct it like during the game, right. Right? right? Like that the NBA has not given them some more ability to go back and change things, but then they then put out this fucking L2M report that tells you all the fucking errors and then we, you can't correct for it, right? So, but it's like, they're human. Like if, if, some, if I was to have someone walk right past people right now, and say, what did they wear? What did they have on? Most people wouldn't be able to tell you the color, the this, the that, even though you look mm-hmm. right at the person walk right by you, you know, and I get it. They're refs, So they're, they're supposed to be like paying closer attention, but shit is happening so quickly. Y'all are doing things so fast on the court. So it's annoying. Of course, I hate it. You know, what happens to warriors all the time, but I'm just like not harping on the shit for fucking days and, and calling for ref referee refer you know reforms and you know i just saw some mm-hmm. crazy stuff on the timeline yeah it's just been 
I think this season overall the refs have been pretty bad across the league. So they're definitely what, what I think do you think are the bad some... things? Is it like missed calls? Is it overcalling it's, things? Is it inconsistency? It's all of that. Yeah, it's all of that. Mainly inconsistency, you know, definitely, I mean, just from a Warriors fan perspective, the Warriors being what first in fouls committed and last in fouls drawn despite Steph getting mauled on every shot he takes and, you know, stuff like that going on. I think that's just kind of bad, you know, and then inconsistency. We saw at the beginning of the season, Steph and Jordan getting called for travel and carry every other play. Meanwhile, we watching Luca carry the ball every time he touches it and Ja carry the ball every time he touches it, no call, Giannis, all these people. And they've, you know, definitely tapered back on the travels and carry calls and stuff like that. But that just speaks to the inconsistency. Like they 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 pick and choose what they want to call. Right. And it's but isn't it's that the NBA. what always happens? Like, and so I think it I feel like it was extra crazy for the Warriors. Trust me, I'm not taking the ref side. But what I mean by that isn't what always happens at the beginning of the year that the NBA decides there's like a couple of things they want to crack down on. And so at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, the refs go like hard to enforce it. Just like, la- I th- was it last year, the year that like they just were not calling things or maybe it was the year before and 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 yeah. players were upset. They're like, like, you know, the Trey Youngs of the world who relied so much on fouls. They were so upset about it. And then they went away from it as like the season went on. So I guess what I'm saying is, isn't that inconsistency or I guess part of the consistency like meaning we know there's going to be a new rule each year we know they're going to go like excessive OD on it at the beginning of the year and then by the midway point end of the year it's not going to be like that does that make sense what I'm asking this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. No, yeah, for sure. It's definitely like that every year. I mean, I don't think that's a good thing though like you know what i mean like it shouldn't be that way i feel like overall there also has to be some type of accountability on their end like they make a bad call and it's like all right i made a bad call and it's like okay you are they are human so they're going to make they're going to miss calls they're going to make bad calls they're going to make good calls stuff like that but when your job is literally to be the only for the only form of objectivity on the court, right? Like the other team is trying to be the other team, whether or not they are lying about whether they did something or not, or they make a shot or miss a shot. That's okay. Because those they're in competition they're with each other. Super the, refs, human. the the players or the refs? No, the refs as in, I get the whole point about like, this is their job, but also like, they're just not superhuman. So they're not going to sure. catch anything. So they're like, not, yeah, to they're me, not catch everything. Right. So to me, it's more on the league to enable that, whether that means more cameras, more ability to review shit, because like they're just they're going right. to miss things. It's impossible. Exactly. Yeah, that's and that's yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, there has to be some way for them to, you know, either be held more accountable or to be aided in their job to be that one source of objectivity and like make sure everything things aren't missed or a lot less things are missed or if something is missed 
the team that is affected negatively by this is able to, you know, get something back for it. Right. Um, that's just extremely difficult to do. And that's something I guess the league has to figure out. But I also think, you know, refs being so prideful and all this type of stuff, like you're a human being, so you're going to miss calls. But at the end of the day, players are in competition. They're trying to win, you know, if unless they just doing something crazy, like, you know, calling you out of your name or something like that. I think the text walking up to you with a camera. Yeah, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> Bev has always been a clown. So like that was ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I think they're they're a little trigger happy with the text. Um, guys just can't talk to refs. Um, and you know, there's guys out there that do too much, like Pat Bev, and sometimes Draymond just says crazy shit to refs and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just think they're a little bit tense a lot of the times. And I think the league should be um, a little bit more lax with what they what players are able to get away with, especially taunting and stuff like that. I think they're just taking a lot out of the game as far as like the passion standpoint. Um, but yeah, definitely in agreement with just maybe more cameras, more reviews, something like that. It's, it might slow the game down, but I don't think it'll slow it down that much to make it less entertaining. You know, if anything, the refs, the issue that a lot of fans have with the refs is making the game a little less entertaining and more and less enjoyable too. So. I think they should just, you know, fix that somehow. Well, by the way, I must say that I was actually very entertained by the hysterics and and melodrama of the Lakers because I laughed at that video a thousand times. And like every time I watched it, I saw something new in the video when LeBron was (laughs) carrying on. (laughs) Like the kid in the white shirt on the the sidelines. Did you see that? It was a man or a kid. And like when he's jumping up and down and the kid's like, "Ah," something like that. Like, (laughs) oh, let me look that up. Someone pointed it out to me. (laughs) I think it's actually a man, but he's like, it's like, it's like the very end. And there's somebody in a white shirt and it's like, they're like, like this, man, like laughing. Oh my god, it was hilarious. So, um, yeah, I mean, I love that for my entertainment, but yeah, obviously, I don't love when it's happening to the Warriors. And like, look, the the, the refs have a thing with the Warriors. I mean, we've we've touched on it a little bit before. And I, I honestly, I'm just not someone who likes to harp on like refs and conspiracy theories and shit like that. So, um, but they do. They, they have a thing with the Warriors and also the Warriors taunt them, right? So they don't, they don't make it easy either. Yeah. Um, and, and outside of the Warriors, though, I will say this. I do think refing has become a little bit harder for the refs from the aspect of guys trying to sell fouls so much. It makes it harder for them to sometimes call shit properly because... You know, you have guys definitely gaming the system and then you do the fucking replay and we see there was nothing and then they feel like a moron for doing it. So now next play, they're not going to give you that benefit of the doubt or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, to me, some of it is on the players and I don't think, and look, I could be wrong, but I just don't think the way guys, like you, you go and try to draw fouls, like your shot's not going or whatever, whatever. But like this James Harden, Joel MB, Trey Young level of shit. This was not something I grew up watching. And I don't like it, to be honest. It's ugly. Yeah, it is ugly. Um and add I don't know if players, I don't know if, 
I don't know if players weren't doing it. It just looked different, I think, back then. Um, in, in years past, it just looks it a little like bit more then? cheap. I mean, we can put I don't know, we can pull up some film, but I feel like guys were definitely grifting back then too, calling for going for fouls and you know, it was it was a bunch of free throw merchants back in the day, for sure, out there. It just looked weirder nowadays. And it, and like the way guys do it is just like so cheap, it looks like like the rip through stuff, the head flailing and all that. It's just like bro, just hoop. And then you know, if guys foul you, they foul you. But yeah, the whole—I mean, we watched—we watched tonight. Shea is a master grifter. Um, He—he'll hook your arm and then go up and stuff like that. I think play, players nowadays are a little bit smarter in the aspect of trying to draw fouls and you know use different angles and arm grabs and stuff like that. So it's—it's it's annoying to watch, but it is what it is. Very annoying. Let's talk about that in the next segment and wrap. Um, because that is how Shay got back into the game and helped his team get back into the game to even make it close. So let's actually talk about the game. I mean, we did in the first segment, but I'd be taking us other places. In depth, for sure. The ref conversation is a good conversation because I've literally seen Warriors fans like replying to me like, and of course, when the refs are against, I'm like, y'all, we're not going to be saying like the reason the Warriors are struggling this season is because of the refs. Like, I'm just not. Come on. There's like a thousand things like that they're not doing mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's lowest. That's one of the low things on the list. Very. All right. You're tuned into Golden Spaces and Odyssey Original Podcast. We will be right back. It's Justin and Nat. Stay tuned. <laughs> 